You are listening to the Starter Girls Podcast with Jennifer Loading. Whether you are starting a project, starting a business, starting a brand, or starting a movement, we are here to talk about it. And I'm super excited. I have Jennifer Melison here, doctor of physical therapy, founder of Cedar Physical Therapy and Wellness. So welcome, Jennifer. I'm super excited to have you here. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely. So I'm going to tell our listeners a little bit about you just really quick, and then we'll get you going here and start digging into some of this. So Jennifer's originally from Louisiana, attended both the University of Louisiana and Lafayette and the University of South Alabama. The neat thing about Jennifer, she is referred to as the scar lady, and I'm going to have you talk about this in just a little bit. She loves helping clients find solutions to their pain or movement problems oftentimes through scar work. All right, so I want to dig in here and talk a little bit about how this business, I want you to tell me a little bit about yourself because this was a very brief bio of you and obviously you've been in the industry for eight years and then you moved into starting your own business. So I want you to tell us a little bit, how did this come about? Like, how did you how did you make this move from working, I'm assuming out in the corporate into wanting to be an entrepreneur and founding your own company? Sure. Well, my story um, and my career has not been linear. It's been lots of ups and downs and pivots and shifts. But overall, um, I think that's a good thing because it led me to where I am today. But I started out my career. I worked in pediatrics um, in an amazing outpatient clinic uh, out in Abilene, Texas for three years. And then, you know, those nasty old student loans were there. So I did a lot of work on the weekends and evenings um, at an inpatient rehab facility. Uh, working with primarily geriatric patients. And I got a little homesick and was missing my Louisiana roots. So I moved back home to Louisiana, where I worked at a local hospital in both acute care and inpatient rehab, and then at the local um, Veterans Administration uh, community-based outpatient clinic for a couple of years. Then uh, my adventurous spirit came calling, and I took a travel year. So I worked in rural North Carolina in a school district, again, with children. I worked in rural Georgia in a a mixed facility. And then I went out to California and worked um, in another school district and decided that I wanted to kind of plant some roots again. And my best friend that I met in Abilene had been back in Dallas for several years and kept saying, come to Dallas, come to Dallas. So I did. I moved uh, to McKinney in late 2018 and worked um, at a local outpatient clinic for five or six months. And um, that was really when I started thinking about the possibility of starting my own business and being able to provide individualized one-on-one patient care. Because in the clinic I was in, there would be times where I would see multiple patients at one time in an hour. And I didn't feel like I was providing the best care possible to multiple patients at one time. So that led me to open up Cedar Physical Therapy and Wellness and try something new. I like it. And the thing about this is it's a mobile clinic. So you don't actually have a physical location. You're actually driving around. And so are you going to your patient's home then essentially? Is that kind of what you do basically? I do. I can go to their home, um, their gym or their preferred treatment location. So they don't have to sit in traffic to get to an appointment, sit in a waiting room. Uh, or anything like that, I come with a portable massage table and all my supplies right to them. I love it. No, I think that's so convenient because, you know, like they have portable vet, you know, these veterinarians that do kind of the similar thing. And that's so convenient. You know what I mean? To have somebody come to your house and you don't have to 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially now, I think it would be really kind of a nice thing. So that's awesome. Awesome. So tell us, I guess, you know, I, I, your story is amazing. And when you talk about not being linear, I, I think that's so true about entrepreneurs, because I don't know that anybody, I mean, some people are just born with that idea. Like they're from the time they're a child, they just know I'm going to be, I'm going to own my own business. I don't know what that's going to be, but I'm going to own my own business. And they may have grown up in that, you know, like I always talk about that from early childhood, I was exposed to entrepreneurial, you know, the entrepreneurial lifestyle from the very beginning because my parents own businesses. And so I saw that, but a lot of people don't see that. And so I kind of always knew that I would do something that would be my own thing because I just like doing my own thing, but most people don't. So I think it's very common to have this, you know, this going around before you end up getting that. And I will tell you, even in my own journey, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, I've been like 20 years working in the making, you know, to get to where I am today, you know, and one of the shows I was on, I told somebody, had I known 20 years ago that it would have taken me that long to get from point A to point B, I might've thrown in the ropes, you know? So there's a lot to be learned through that. And I admire you for that. I think that that's awesome. And definitely, you know, your, your gift is helping people. And I love that. So I want to talk about your scar, you know, your scar work. Tell us about that. What is that? Because I don't, I mean, I, I have an idea, but I have no idea. So tell our listeners what that is. Sure. Uh, we're going to have a brief science lesson. So the way your brain chooses to move you is called motor control. And motor control is driven by sensory information. So that means your brain gets information from all these receptors in your skin about pressure, touch, is something hot, is it cold, sharp, dull, etc. And it takes that information in and your brain processes it extremely quickly. And then your brain decides Okay, based on that information I got, I'm going to choose to move you in this manner to do the task you want. So if you're going to pick up this pencil, okay, I'm going to recruit your shoulder muscles here in one way, your elbow muscles, your hand muscles, etc. The coordination, the timing, um, how smooth the movement is. So when we have damage or trauma to our skin, it changes all of that input the brain gets. So therefore, it chooses to move you in a different way. And over time, all those layers and layers of compensations that build up can cause dysfunctional movement patterns and people may start actually moving differently or they might start having pain because muscles are doing jobs that they're not actually designed to do to try to help out their neighbors because your brain's job is to keep you safe and then moving and functional. So I figured out that with um, skin trauma, that often is a big bully in people's chronic pain issues that sometimes gets overlooked and it can be a really powerful tool to help them to feel better and to move better by addressing what's going on at their skin and then to get the brain to kind of sort itself out again and talk to all the muscles the way it's supposed to. So then we can actually start to build flexibility and strength that's actually going to stick. Wow. Awesome. We've talked before, so I I just think what you're doing is really, really neat, Um, Jennifer. I think that's awesome. So um, what kind of patients do you see? What, what, I mean, do you have like a set patient or are you seeing all kinds of people? Tell us a little bit about that. I do end up seeing all kinds of people um, from athletes that are in middle school or high school to adults to older adults. But the most common patient that I see is a lady who comes to me and tells me that she's got back pain or neck pain. And we start going through the history of past surgeries And oftentimes there have been surgeries in her past, um, particularly uh, with back pain and neck pain. I often see history of some type of abdominal surgery or maybe she had her belly button button pierced 
or um, breast reduction, breast augmentation, a mommy lift, a tummy tuck. Um, it has a tattoo on her back or, you know, front of the hip or someplace that can be affecting the way brain's talking to the core muscles. This would make can so cause that chronic pain. Yeah. So a C-section, any of these kinds of things could be having an effect. It's so interesting because what this is making me think of is back when this would have been almost eight years ago when I was seeing an acupuncturist for my nerve condition. And I remember him talking about that a lot of times, you know, when you have pain in other areas, it's referred from different from other things that are going on in your body. Mm -hmm. Like you may have something that's kidney related and it's affecting you in a different spot or whatever. So that's what that's kind of what's coming to mind when you're talking about this skin thing and these things, because I could see that and people don't understand the correlation between trauma and the pain that you're having. Like they don't get that. Hey, if you do something here, it may be affecting muscles in a different part of the body. So absolutely, I can absolutely see that. That's so awesome. I love it. I love it. All right. So how, are, how have you been managing quarantine? How's this been? How's this affected your business? Um, business has slowed down quite a bit, but in a way it's a blessing because I'm working on writing a book about scars. So I've gotten to start that project and make some pretty good headway into it. And I am developing um, an online course about abdominal scars and I've developed a protocol to help people to help their skin to move better. And then, so you work on your scar for five minutes, walk for five minutes, and then work on breathing and core strengthening for five minutes to kind of put everything back together so people can access their core properly and build strength, hopefully help, um, People either right after surgery, once, you know, that scar is healed and the doctor's given the A-OK for scar work, or even people who've had surgeries years and years ago can all benefit from this to either hopefully reduce or get out of chronic pain or have it not develop in the first place. So when, it's been good to this, have some sorry. time. Yeah. When does this all do to come out? Like, when's your book coming out in this? We, we should, like, I missed this part. We need to talk about this, expand on this. When does this all coming out? I don't have an exact date, but I am very hopeful for late summer or definitely by fall of this year. You got this, Jennifer. You got this. I'm, all, I'm the person that's like, we got to get a date set on that for you so we get that done. I'll tell you a story. So really quick, not to, I don't want to focus on this too long, but you know, when I, I don't know if I told you this, when I was writing my book, like I sat on this for like almost a year. It was so crazy because I kept like talking about it and people were like, yeah, you should write it. And I just like... Yeah, I'll get to it when I get to it, right? And so then one day I tell the story. I went into a friend's office to talk about some product that I was at that time was something I was representing. I go in there and while I'm in there, he's like, you need to get your story out on Facebook. You need to brand yourself on Instagram and you need to get your book done. And this is no kidding. And that day I walked out. I was in um, South Lake. In my South Lake, out of that building, got in my car and I immediately put on Facebook, I'm writing a book. And then everybody started messaging me and they're like, are you for real? And I'm like, yeah, why would I put that on Facebook? I'm not throwing <laughs> that out there if I don't intend to get it done. So I will tell you as a friend and a coach, if you put that out there, like we're hearing this now, we heard some dates there, maybe not definitive dates, but we heard something. There's something magical yep. about putting that out there that it's, you know, everything's like a thought first and then it becomes an action. So like the very thing that you're, or idea that you're thinking that right now, is going to throw that out there. But here's the cool thing. I always feel like when this happens, the right people line up in your space. Do you know what I mean? Like the right people start entering. It has totally happened already. Yes. Awesome. So you're it's meeting. It's been probably, so cool. Yeah. So you're probably already What's, meeting 
I say you're probably already meeting like book writers and, you know, publishers and Yes, I'm working with um, an editor and an artist and going to self-publish with um, his assistants. So, yeah, that's awesome. Jennifer. The cool connections have definitely already started, which is I love that. been mind blowing to watch the pieces start to fall into place. Because if you would have asked me six months ago if I would be making an online course or writing a book, I'd have looked at you like you had three heads. Yeah. So kind of cool funny? how it's all come together. Yeah, isn't that funny how life is, though? I, you know, I think I always feel like you, you get to certain places for reasons. Like you, you have growth that you've got to attain, obtain before you get to those next steps. And you're right. It's like I said a few minutes ago when if somebody would have take, told me that it would have taken me 20 years to get from point A to you know point B, I would have thrown in the ropes. I would have said, forget it. But I always talk about the whole idea of not getting hung, hung up on all the steps in between. Focus on the big picture. Like, where are you trying to go with this? What's the ultimate goal? Because if you stay committed to the ultimate goal, then all that other stuff doesn't matter. It'll end up working itself out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm cheering you on, girl. I'm excited. Thank your you. Your program, your book, it's going to be rocking. And this is going to be such a great, it'll give you some credibility too. I think it's going to be great for what you're trying to do. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So I know we kind of jumped around a little bit there. I do want to ask you one more question though about your business. What has been... Probably, I guess, the most difficult thing that you've had to go through with your business, maybe starting it or just maybe something during is it? What's been the most difficult thing for you? The most challenging thing for me has been to learn how to do marketing and sales and stuff about the website and like all of the actual business pieces, because I learned how to be an amazing physical therapist, but haven't, you know, had a degree in marketing and sales. so. Um, all those business related pieces have been challenging to learn and grow and figure out, okay, like sift through resources. What do I actually need right now? What's going to be the best thing? Who's the best person to work with for this? Do I do it myself? Do I find somebody else to do it? All those things. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. The, the, The social media and the marketing, that aspect of it is, is challenging. And so much of what we're doing now is, social media and mark. I mean, there's so much of that now. I, I, I mean, would you agree? I do. Yes. Yeah. It's like, if you're not, I mean, you can only, especially now there's only so much you can do before the whole quarantine. I mean, I used to say networking was like my jam, you know, like I networked three, four times a week. That's what I did. I met, this is how I was able to get people on the podcast and was out net, you know, would be out networking. And now I'm finding that we're having to do so much of everything that we're doing is having to go through social media or through Zooms or networking online. It's just, it's a different kind of thing. I mean, we're learning some great skills and I think we'll be able to carry some of those over, but I, I'm going to agree with you that that is probably the most challenging part of owning a business is, is getting your name out there and really putting your message out there, right? Getting your message out. Yeah. So I think you're, I think you're right. Do you have any tips? Anything that's working for you? Um, I've had the best success, like you said, from networking and making connections with people in person. And um, it's really cool who you know and who they know and who they know. Um, so, yeah, just getting out there and building connections and relationships with people has been really enjoyable and fruitful for me. Yeah, they talk about the six degrees of separation. I always say in Dallas, it's like two degrees. Like, really? <laughs> yeah, I joke about it all the time. Like, every time I turn around, somebody will be like, 
they'll say to me, oh, you know, Jennifer, I'm like, yeah, I know that person. You know, I, it, you just, it, it, you run into the same people. As big as we are here, you still run into the same circle. You know, I think it's the birds of a feather flock together. You know, if you're a networker, you're mm-hmm. probably a networker. So um, I'm going to switch gears on you a little bit because I think what you're doing is sure. awesome, but I want to get to, I want to do a little fun on you too, because I think it kind of shows the human side, which is a lot of fun. So what do you like to do for fun when you are not doing your, you know, out doing your mobile physical therapy and seeing your patients? What's your fun? I really enjoy being outdoors and hiking and also really love to travel. That's awesome. We're not going to do a whole lot of this. I mean, they're opening things up back now a little bit here and there, but um, yeah, we've been kind of limited on some of that and I'm sure you're itching to do a little more traveling and being outdoors is always good too. Vitamin D is good for you. So I think that's an awesome thing. Um, So these are kind of some fun uh, rapid fire questions that I like to ask. Are you a morning or a night person? Night. Night. Okay. I was telling somebody, have you read that? Have you read the book, the power of when by the sleep doctor? I have not. Okay. It's a fun book. I was telling somebody, one of my, um, somebody today I was talking to on the phone about this. So this book, it's really neat. He takes the, basically bases this on circadian rhythms. And you will totally like this because you're into holistic practices like and like that stuff like I do. So he says that they're basically, we're all divided into these four different animals. You've got lions, you've got bears, you've got wolves, and you got dolphins, okay? Lions are your morning people. They get up, breakfast is like their favorite meal of the day. They've like tackled everything by noon, but they're terrible at social activities because by nighttime, they're just done. Okay, I'm one of those. It's like nighttime rolls around, I've checked out. The wolves are the opposite. They're the night owls. They're the ones that like, you're not going to get them to do a whole, as, you know, or I don't say a whole lot. You're not going to get them to do as much in the morning. They're going to be really active at night with their t- being task oriented. And then you've got bears, which is what most of society is. And they base social norms around them because they're, they are the ones that get up mid morning. They're normal and they can stay up, you know, normal time. And then you got dolphins, which they say are the ones that are just kind of like all over the place. Their brains are just kind of going all the time. So it's really neat. The reason I'm telling you this is because when I asked that question about the sleep, you know, it's funny because if you if you know which one of these that you are, you can actually base your entire existence around this. Like you'll know when's the best time to be task oriented, when's the best time to be creative, when's the best time to exercise, you know, or maybe Mm -hmm. take your medication. You know, and so I was actually talking to one of my, um, somebody I was coaching this morning, we were kind of talking about that and, and he was saying he wanted to get up early. And I said, well, what's your reasoning for wanting to get up early? Maybe that's not your circadian rhythm. You know, maybe you're just telling yourself you need to do that when maybe that's not really when you're at your prime, you know? And so I've learned to manipulate that. And so I know for me personally that I'm very task oriented in the morning, but if I want to be creative, then I need to do that in the evening. That's when I'm just not clearly thinking straight <laughs> and all the creative stuff comes out. So that's why I'm telling you that you might check it out. So, um, all right. So are you a cat or dog person? Did I ask you this? Already? Definitely dog. Definitely dog. Do you have a dog? Definitely dog. Awesome. What's that? Do you have one? Do you have a dog? I don't, not right now, but at right. some point in the future. Love it. I have both, so I, I can go either way on that. If somebody says cat or dog, I'll cheer them on either way. You got a cat? Yes. You got a dog? Yes. We're good. Right? Yeah. I'm right. a little allergic to cats. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Understood. Yeah. Summer or winter? Definitely summer. I hate the cold and I don't do well in the dreary. Well, you're from the South, so we don't really get a lot of cold in the South, right? Our That's very on like, purpose. Yes, exactly. Our, our choosing cold, where to live. 
right? Our cold is sitting at like, we're at 60 degrees. We're a little chilly today, right? Crazy. Yeah. All right, and Jennifer, what's your favorite food? Macaroni and cheese. Macaroni and cheese, I love that. We have the last few um, shows we've done, we've had a lot of Tex-Mex and Italian. And I keep teasing everybody because I'm like, you can't be Italian here. Like, if you're from the South, <laughs> it's Tex-Mex. It's chips, salsa, and margaritas, right? Yeah. Yeah. I saw on Facebook yesterday, because, you know, it wasn't yesterday Cinco de Mayo? It was. Yeah, Cinco de Mayo. Okay, so all these people have pictures out there of chips, salsa, and I saw one over at uh, Mi Casina. I think that's where they do the Mambo taxis or what. <laughs> I'm like, all these people... <laughs> All these people have like pictures all over my Facebook of chip salsa and uh, drinks. And I'm like, you know, in the, I don't know how long we've been in quarantine, but we've done takeout two times the entire time we've been in quarantine. Your story. I'm like, we need yeah. some chips and salsa. So, so I think that's awesome. All right. So my last fun question I want to ask you, if you could be any character, can be anybody for the day, what would you pick? Hmm. This is hard. I know. <laughs> Gotta think about this it. This is hard. It can be anything. It could be a. It could be a Disney character. It could be a Marvel. It can be whatever you want. What comes to mind? I think that I would be a character that could fly all the way around the world and see it all in one day if I could. That's awesome. You could be like. I don't know exactly who that would be, but yeah, I'm I think that would be pretty cool. Marvel, maybe. Something like that. Where, yeah, you could just be all over the place. So you can like travel all over, see everything, have it done. Right? Since you like to travel, yeah. right? It'll work that out. That would be pretty cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love it, Jennifer. All right. So if our listeners want to learn a little bit more about your scar therapy and then your upcoming book and your online program, how do they find you? You can reach me at www.cedarptwellness.com. You can send me an email, jennifer at cedarptwellness.com, or you can find me on Facebook, uh, Cedar Physical Therapy and Wellness, or Jennifer Malasan, or you can call or text me at 469-609-0778, or on Instagram at cedarptwellness or Dr. Jen the Scar Lady. I love it. And I'll be sure when we put this out, I'll put some contact information in there so our listeners can locate you. Sound good? Perfect. All right. Any final thoughts you want to tell us about your practice or anything you want to mention to our listeners before I start wrapping this up? Sure. Um, I'm offering virtual SCAR education classes right now. So if you're interested in learning more and uh, also having me walk through, um, you know, your issues with you one on one, I have those availabilities that we can get set up. And uh, for those folks who are in the Dallas area, I have an amazing tool called the Dolphin Neurostim. And it's a handheld tool and you treat around the scar and it literally dissolves scar tissue. And it's amazing. It's like magic happens. So th uh, that incorporation with all the other things can make some really amazing changes to scar tissue. So I love that. Jennifer. Be happy to talk to you more about it. Love that. Love that. Thank you for sharing that. All right. So with that, I'm going to say to our listeners, if you enjoy our podcast, please be sure you give us a rating both on iTunes and Facebook and please subscribe to our YouTube page. We are launching that out. I'm so excited. And uh, with that, I'm going to wrap up with our mantra. And Jennifer, if you'll hang on when we're done, I'd love to talk to you some more. 
So it is a great day to be brave. You might as well start now. You have the power to change your circumstances any day you decide. Let today be that day. Rise up, be amazing, be you, do you. All right, you guys take care, be safe, and be kind to one another. We'll see you next time. Thank you.